Advocacy Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan. And uh, what, episode nine? Episode two? nine, yeah. Happy, do we, do we, we're early. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Or in my child's words, Valentine's Day. I think, it's you know, M, I, not a, there are a lot of adults that still say I Valentine's. So and that's, um, <laughs> that's a little weird to me. Valentine's What are Day. other, oh, Espresso. X. Ex- Espresso. That's a car. Ask. Let me ask you a question. I guess it depends on where you are. <laughs> there was a lot of that where I grew up. So, I mean, That's you know, I mean, in Boise, yeah. there should be some of that also, right? Where yeah. you were at. So, during college. But, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other words that are all jacked up. <laughs> well, like, we have, like, people's, like, my dad says, Warsh. Washington. I'm going to go Warsh. With an car. R. Yeah. yeah. Warsh. Or uh, cash is cash. When you Did- have creek or crick. I feel like those are two different things, though. I'm are up they? The, up the creek. A creek would be a smaller creek. Yeah, I think a creek would be more of like a babbling stream. A brook. Yes. It's a babbling brook. <laughs> That's fun to say, though. Totally fun to say. <laughs> We're splitting hairs here. So we are, it, it's uh, the Valentine's Day episode. I, I really want to tell you kind of what I've done. Um, my son Christian doesn't often listen to the podcast, and I know his, his best friend does, which is really funny. Um. Christian is competing in state for cheerleading with his team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, cool thing. I've never gone to any one of their practices. Really? Or competitions. Are you going? Not one. And I made all these excuses why I couldn't go. And it hurt me to hurt him. Yeah. But I had to hurt him because I already bought tickets for the state championship so I could be there to yell and go crazy. You going, you've been there? Oh, dude, I'm going. It's this weekend, right? Yeah, I'm leaving yeah, tomorrow. Like tomorrow, yeah. No, it's going to be it's Saturday, but I'm leaving Is tomorrow. It? Oh, I thought it was Friday so Saturday. So I have been guilt-ridden, which sucks. That's awesome. Because I love my kids so much, and That's I really awesome. do. But I was like, if I don't hurt him right now, it's not going to make the impact that we want. You're going to have to go down there and hit up Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. Oh, you, dude, you better text that to me because I... Uh, wait, I already went there. Have you? Yeah, I went there. It was okay. The, the last time I told you to? Yeah, no, it was okay. So remember when I, when I became a frat daddy? That's right, okay. Frat daddy, we went down there. It was a good time. You went to Freddy's when you were down there? Yes. It was required okay. of me. Because their burgers are pretty... Dude, the burger, it was... Um, I liked it pretty good. It was good. They had, like, they had like shoestring they're old, fries. They're old school. That's how they were. The custard was... The frozen custard's awesome. It was delicious. It is I, way better than any Blizzard, McFlurry, whatever. It was... Um, and you, you know, like, But it comes like all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like being at a frozen yogurt shop, but... Yeah. Because the options are that way. It's crazy. It's super good. Yeah. It's no way in any shape or form is it healthy, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oppa, Oppa, it was good. Oppa was actually going to go jump ship, but I was like, I don't care. He's fine. I like him up there. <laughs> I feel like I should rotate in like different. He's creeping on you. Stuffed animals and stuff. There was a restaurant downtown in Boise that I love to go to. It's called Bacon. That's no, the name of the restaurant. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Automatically, they have like, I like, they have like candied bacon. Oh, dude, they have like you can order a side of candied bacon for an appetizer. What? That feels like it's so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It sounds good. It it's sounds really good. So good. <laughs> so I have my charger, of course. Right. Yeah. My charger is named Rufio. Okay. After the character in Hook. That's awesome. And it's because it's black and red, right? Yeah. And Rufio had the red spikes yeah. and then the, the black, black in between. Yeah. yeah. 
And I just, I always, I've, I always loved Hook as the quintessential Peter Pan movie. Okay. There's just something about it that was, that was pure and good and yeah, everything Robin right. Williams added a lot to that, obviously. I think kind of weird for an action type character, but he fit the role because he's whimsical, kind of happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah, he was very, he's very youthful. Yeah. Um, and then, but the action was all on Rufio because he was the badass freaking, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take anything, you know. You're not my pan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had Dustin Hoffman. This hook which was I a thought, phenomenal. I thought hook. the casting was phenomenal with Dustin Hoffman. Oh, dude, so good, right? Yeah, so so good. But it's like it's it's one of the Peter Pan movies I could watch over and over again. Yeah, it okay. was it was phenomenal. Now, I have this theory, and I call it the Hook Theory. Okay, right? It's not Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> no. Pan's Labyrinth. That's a totally different movie. Totally. Yeah, yeah, but that was good, though. (laughs) Did you ever watch it all the way? No. It is so creepy, weird, good. It's it's not even... It it is good. And the girl in that... Who did she grow up to become? She is actually super famous now. I might have to... IMDb. Let's grab that. Let's grab that, yeah. I grab the IMDb on that one. Hey, so... um, Also, we want to give a shout-out to um, the Father's Rights Movement. Yeah. Absolutely. We, I mean, we love these guys. They're doing so much good out there. Um, so if you guys get a chance to check them out, Father's Rights Movement, it's about equal and shared parenting. I mean, that's what it's about. It's not about going overboard. It's about giving the fathers the rights they deserve. Yep. Um, and that's not subject to somebody choosing for them, but actual. That you're thinking of? Um, is that her? Which Is that? Because I recognize, like, no names that in that cast. Pans. Hold on. Labyrinth. 06. And I heard the little girl. There's a bunch of foreign actors and actresses. Ivana Bocaro. No, her. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I recognize her. She became a hottie, hottie, hottie. (laughs) Like, that's got my Spanish blood. That was her before her nose job. Obviously. Uh, But now she's awesome looking. Well, that's jacked up to sounds, say. I'm a schmuck. Horrible. Holy crap. <laughs> that sounds really terrible, dude. I'm so sorry. Here, people, we're going to show you this. So this was her. This, can you see? Yeah, you can see that. That was her. And this is her now. That's her now. You're welcome. Um, but no, she got, a, from what I know, she got a nose job because I back in the day it wasn't that way. But dude, she's been in... Quite a few movies and TV shows. She was in the Shannara Chronicles, if you've ever read the books. Yeah. She was one of the hottie McCotty sons in that. I love how her rabbit drills take rabbit drills. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, Please. Captain Hook, stop. <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth. So sorry. Well, you screwed that I one know, up with Pan's sorry. Labyrinth. I was trying to make a, a joke, and <laughs> we got lost in the rabbit drill. Okay, so, all right. <laughs> the hook theory. The hook theory. Here we go. All right. So what if? What if Captain Hook was a child taken by Peter Pan and became a lost boy. But he left because he wanted to grow up, right, in hopes he could find his family again. He missed his mom, right? So the reason he's always only after Peter and not the lost boys, and typically he's going after Peter, not the lost boys, he doesn't care, is because Peter is kidnapping children and Hook is trying to stop him so the children can grow up with their mothers and fathers. I got a question, though. That would involve Captain Hook being kidnapped as an adult. No, only the people that stayed with Peter stayed young forever. Okay. Hook was captured because Pete, we don't know how old Peter is. He could be old, 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 yeah. right? He could have been captured as a kid, a young boy, like, sure. like most of the other lost boys, brought to the island. 
He could have missed his mom because that's many of them do. If you watch the movies, if they, Peter they fights him. Hook often. Then wouldn't Peter by then ipso facto be making Hook young too? No, I think you have to be around the Lost Boys in that kind of general area because there's too many different little factions on the island. There's like the Mermaid Pond and the Lost Boys area and Hook's area, right? But what if Hook is the good guy? What if this goes all down to like, mm. what if Johnny and uh, freaking Karate Kid was a good guy? Yeah, I see that one too. I guess. Illegal that, kick to yeah, the head. Yeah, illegal kick to the head. And then, dude, new guy comes in, he starts schmoozing. Wouldn't let go of the freaking the um, the boombox. Uh-huh. Boombox gets broken. Johnny, who he was just messing around. What if he was just playing? He wanted to like get the girl strung along. He's like, Dang. oh, I got your boombox, you know. Um, well, I totally wrecked your world with finding that video of uh, Mr. Miyagi. Oh, dude, is it Pete Morita? Yeah, Mori Morita. Pete Morita. Morita. Who sounds like we have our cell phones right here. Dude. We're not doing it again, people. Don't make us use our phones. <laughs> um, um, he sounds like just a regular guy. Yeah, he sounds like a used car salesman. It's really <laughs> no really offense sad. to used car salesman, but like <laughs> it's, it's really sad that he's uh he, he's that's not his real he voice. Kind of has like a New Jersey accent. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got to be. I he probably grew up here. Yeah, it's, I know that for sure. Pat, isn't it's Pat, Pat Narita? Yeah, I think it's an M. I have to Pat look it up. Marita. I think it's an M. I think it's Pat Marita. Why are we doing this to ourselves? I don't know. Um. Mr. Miyagi? Miyagi. Pat Morita. It is M-O-R-I-T. It is Pat Morita, yep. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, gosh. Cherish- I was wrecked, wrecked by that when I heard that. I'm like, no! But anyways, go back to the, so with the well, hook no. theory, right? Okay, yes. Keep going, yes. So yes, then Tinkerbell enters the question okay. of how did Tinkerbell get into the situation to exist, or Peter Pan himself? Okay, so we know Tinkerbell's... Bell is a fairy. Tinker Bell is a fairy, right? She's a fallen angel. From the island. Maybe all fallen angels go to the island and become fairies. Who knows? Maybe they're trying to uh, become better. I don't know. What if Never so Neverland she, is a pseudonym for the, like, hell? Or the space between? Mm-hmm. Purgatory? And that's why they never age? <laughs> oh, and my god! And they gosh. revert back to the stage when they were last, like, good? Yeah. Potentially, yes. Right. Okay. So now Peter Pan's now. Catholic. <laughs> He's in purgatory. Okay. So, so let's say Peter is the but original. Peter gets kid. to go back and forth though, from purgatory to. That's because he's kidnapping kids. He's got to bring yeah. fresh souls. Peter's a bad dude. Holy crap, man! Peter Pan's bad. Yeah, we're onto something. Um, <laughs> please chime in, guys. What do you think of my hook hook theory? Because really. This this goes deep down that yeah, rabbit Peter, hole. Peter Pan is kidnapping people. He is absolutely kidnapping And he's such kids. a bad person, he brought his own kids to Never Neverland. No, Hook did that. Oh, Hook did that. That's right. To get Peter to come. So he could take Peter out, but then what would have happened to the kids since Peter was the kid's dad? Okay, so I guess my Hook theory doesn't fall in line with Hook very well, does it? No. It screws everything up. Because so, at that time, I guess Peter's a good guy. No, Peter was a lawyer. He still was bad. He's a snake. He was still bad. <laughs> Oh, he was still bad. We know. Okay. There we go. There we Problem go. Solved. Okay. So plot hole filled. There it is. You know what's really cool about Mr. Yagi though is as a kid, he was like the a great he was a role model, don't you think? Yeah. If if you were a kid in martial arts like I was big time, everything was karate kids. Yeah. And everything I was like, I want to live like this. And then it was American Ninja and all sorts of craziness, right? Um or the the guy from 
Um, there's a karate movie with a young kid, not Remo Williams, but a young cat who does like three ninjas. No, there was something else. But I mean, the father figure in that one was good, also, right? Anyway, so there were, there weren't a lot of of male role models growing up that you look to as a child, and and so cartoons kind of mold us in a very big way, don't you think? Uh, to an extent, I think that the I mean, you could find like depending on what you watched as a kid, because I could throw like Andy Griffith in there, but like yeah. Um, but how? I mean, did you often watch that? Once in a while, okay. I mean, but like Saturday morning cartoons? Um, Saturday morning cartoons, I mean, then was like, you'd get lucky. G.I. Joe. Yeah, and then DuckTales. You had uh, uh, He-Man. Uncle Donald, I mean, yeah. But you had He-Man, you had, I mean, they all sorts Masters of stuff. Masters of the Universe. They all had yeah. very good things, right? <clears throat> so, okay. can you name any any cartoon role models? I mean, obviously He-Man's Baloo? Right? Would Baloo be a role model? Well, I think, depending on what year you were born, uh, yeah, he definitely could be. He was kind of fancy free, but he also cared for Kit. He did. Right? In Very a big way. So. Big way. Yeah. yeah big way. Um, a lot. Big way. <laughs> but I mean, so I had He-Man. I had G.I. Joe, and it was every G.I. Joe. Every yep. character from the And the then they had like mask. The, the, well, yeah, but then like G.I. Joe at the end, then they had the. Little tidbits. Yeah. The, that's why I don't run into the street. G.I. Joe. No, and learning is half the battle. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't run, in, run into the street without looking both ways. Never caught me. Never. Don't play with matches. Yeah. Everything back then had a meaning. It was free, it was actually really cool. You had like Captain Planet. Oh, that Captain Planet. Sucked. It w- I feel like Captain Planet would get rocked if he like fought any other the, superhero. From what I remember, the original voice of Captain Planet was supposed to be Tom Cruise. What? Wasn't it like Dean Kane? No, somebody else though. But <laughs> could you imagine Captain Planet being a Scientologist? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, Magic School Bus. Yeah, Miss Frizzle. How come Magic School Bus came after Captain Planet, right? Yeah. How come Miss Frizzle all, never wait, got permission slips from her kids? Dude, but all the characters in, in Captain Planet match identically with the characters in Magic School Bus. Yeah, that's true. You ever like, notice? Like, literally, literally, literally. It's almost it's so, crazy. So here's the deal with, with Miss Frizzle, though. Like, right? She wasn't getting permission slips for her kids to go in the bowel structure of Ralphie. She was the Mary Poppins of... Uh, she flew up Ralphie's school. nose, and they were about to go out his butt. There's only one way and out. And then those kids don't go home <laughs> and be like, hey, yeah, what'd you guys do today? Oh, we flew in Ralphie's large intestine today, and we almost went out of his anus. Then I, what'd you do? We flew back up from his anus through his small intestine. Okay. So what? <laughs> think of bed knobs and broomsticks. You ever see that? No. It's a Disney movie. What do you mean, no? No? Oh, good freaking Lord. Okay, so um, I... I, was it the lady that played Mary Poppins was the female character? And then you had, what's his face that was always in it in all those movies? He danced a lot. Oh, Fred Astaire? Was it? No, I don't no. think it was Fred Astaire. What was it? I don't know. Um, I, didn't want, I mean, Mary Poppins I never got into, so. What? Yeah, sorry. So, Bedknobs and Broomsticks um, definitely did have. Dude, we're on our phones a lot today. Angela Lansbury. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Murder, she wrote. Yep. <laughs> and then you had. Um, not Roy Snart. Who the crap is this guy? Is it Bruce Forsyth? Are you thinking of something Maybe? else? No, it's Bedknobs and Broomsticks. So you probably, you had to have seen this, dude. They get on a freaking bed. They turn the knob. They go to like other, another okay, land or whatever. They dance yes. around. Even in Mary Poppins when the kids I go out I didn't know that outing. was the name of the movie. Oh, yeah, dude. 
Okay. So in, even in Mary Poppins, when the kids go on their outing and they start dancing with the, the penguins and stuff, she is the Mary Poppins of the elementary okay. school. And the parents are like, it's safe. She's, she's a teacher. She must know what she's doing. Yeah. Can't do that in 2022. <laughs> no. Okay, so back to male role models. <laughs> okay, so you got Similarities. Me. They're strong-willed. Okay. Always. They're not, they're not weak-willed at all. They don't, they don't follow people. They are yoked big time. Um, they're leaders because they're strong-willed. Or they have weapons. Well, they, they, I mean, the weapon makes them strong. Yeah. Um, they're always going to be protectors, and they're going to have good judgment, and they're always about doing what's right. Okay, this is when cartoons were good, because then you could flip the script and be like, most of these guys exhibit horrible judgment like Homer Simpson. Well, well that's Peter, a cartoon P- father. Peter, Peter Griffin. <laughs> Another cartoon father. I know. I'm, like, I'm going through this list. I like Bob Belcher. Well, yeah, so... but. <laughs> So we know, yeah, but that's the next step, though, is yeah. cartoon fathers. Yeah. Fred Flintstone. He was a crappy father for the most part. Barney wasn't as bad as Fred. I know. Slightly better, right? Yeah. You've got the, uh, ooh, dude, you've got uh, the, the dad from Dinosaurs. Yeah. And he was a goofy. Yeah, yeah he didn't know yeah. what the hell he was doing, yeah. right? Homer was a joke. Peter Griffin's a joke. Um, Stan Smith from American Dad. Joke, right? Yeah. Um, George Jetson was... Okay. He was okay, but he still was not involved a lot, right? He was just kind of reckless with his decisions at work. But um, You know, it's weird to think that the creator of Beavis and Butthead My actually judge. created a good, decent father in Hank, Hank Hill. Hank Hill, I think, is a great dad. Yeah. Um, I like Hank. But there is there is the pinnacle of good dads. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> what the hell? Go get me some fajitas. <laughs> propane and propane accessories. <laughs> but You give him a firm handshake and you ask them politely to leave. There better be a girl under your bed for that skirt. I was in Bobby was in cheerleading or whatever, I think. Um, but no, who who is the the quintessential best single dad ever in cartoons? Ever. Goofy, hands down. Hands down. There was no arguing Goofy. No. Goofy, Goofy was amazing. He watch the Goofy movie and try not to cry. Well, I mean, watch it and try not to understand that Goofy, the entire time he was doing it was because he was afraid of losing his son. Mm-hmm. How many dads are worried about that? I'm not worried at all, only because I know every day I dedicate to my kids, and I go, you know what? I want to make sure I'm going to be doing the best I can. And my kids still tell me they love me, even when they're on the the bus going down to compete and cheer with a bunch of people around them. It's still cool to say I love you, Dad. That's awesome. Yeah, I dig it, dude. I totally, it's totally cool. So <laughs> here's the fun thing about Goofy. Original name? What's his original name, Ryan? George Geef. No, yeah, that's what his actual well, name Dippy is. Dog. It's not Goofy. He was Dippy Dog at Dippy first. Dog, yeah. That's when he was just kind of a random character. And he right? rapped. He was with Death, Death Row Records. He was. And <laughs> no joke, his last name was D-A-W-G. D-A-W-G. Yeah, Snoop Dippy Diggy Dog. Doggity would love, love that. Snoop Dogg Downloads. He acquired Death Row Records yesterday, by the way. Um, yeah, really? Yeah. Good freaking, oh my Lord. Good for Snoop. Yeah, no kidding. Really Holy good crap. for Snoop. <laughs> Do you think he used all of his porn money to buy it? Uh, or weed money? I don't know. Do you think he sells weed? I mean, he's got to have a million dispensaries. He probably has a bunch of dispensaries and makes like car lots in California. I'm sure. Yeah, he's got to be. Plus, he was making money with. He was like investing with Martha Stewart, so we don't know how that turned out. So those lighter ads they're doing together. <laughs> have you seen them? <laughs> so good. But so, I, I have to say thank you to Disney. Um, it's For, not often they did something right. Yeah, that is amazing. Amazing. So. Just, just kind of cool. I think just neat stuff. I'm trying to think of other Disney movies that might have had a good dad. Like, how come? Did I mean, Donald have kids? Donald had. A, Donald he had, had, the, he had nephews. 
Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Who was their parents? No, no, I'm thinking Scrooge McDuck, not Donald Duck. Um, no, well, Scrooge had. Huey they were the grandkids, weren't the they? Nephews. They were his nephews. Huey, so Huey, it had Huey to have been Louis. Donald's duck. Yeah, I don't know, but Scrooge was raising Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So, so Donald was Scrooge McDuck. Oh, it's because Donald was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. He was always gone. Sounds like my dad. Is that what's that? It's <laughs> a Navy thing. The Navy. He was in the Navy and never wore pants. That's because he, he had his own floaty on all the time. You can't contain that badonka donk. Let's be real. Then he had Gizmo Duck. Gizmo was cool. He was super cool. Who was that? that Gizmo. Was he was duck? he was yeah. the awkward or scientific. Dark, and then he had Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck was like the Phantom, but a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean we're getting on rabbit trails, but like <laughs> I love cartoons. Goofy was bomb, dude. I'm like thinking about it, like threw cartoons down. I'm like, what was? There's okay. a few examples of really great dads. Who was Goofy's best friend in the movie? He was that obnoxious. Big guy. So Pete? Max had his... Yeah, Pete. What is Pete? Pete's a bigger dog. Is he? Yeah. Pete was a douche. Uh-huh. Always. His son was nice. Yeah. Whatever his son's name was. I can't remember. I totally forgot, too. I need to watch that again. I'll watch it with Owen. Dude, I... will dig it. I tried watching it the other day. Doesn't doesn't hold water? Or no, it holds it? too much water. That's oh, the problem. I was... Oh. I went... I was I was ready to leak. And got not all, because of too much coffee. Got all verklempt. Oh my gosh, dude! It was <laughs> as a parent, man. As as the older I get, the more I watch I'm... certain things now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. like Despicable Me. I like Gru. He's like one of my favorite cartoon characters. I um, I'm not feeling you on that one. It's okay though. You don't like Gru? I don't get emotional over that movie. Oh, I don't get really get. No, I mean, I was like looking at it from the father's aspect, and I'm like, good for him for raising the girls. Yeah, yeah, that's actually really touching. He and, then he meets, and then he meets the indespicable uh, me too. He meets the, the girl, other, the girl, they get married. Now the girls have a role model. They were super psyched. You know, what's, what's interesting though, is that grew became evil only because his mother was, and he wanted her attention. Uh huh. He found his heart. When and he, he realized his heart when, he, when he realized he didn't have to pursue the attention anymore. How nice is that? How nice is that? There's some layers to this. We're picking these apart now. So let's continue on. So this is, um, (laughs) okay, we're going to start, we'll start talking for real, I guess. How do I put this? Say it because you're. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm not saying, they're they're just, I'm seeing a lot of this lately, right? And it's people putting their ex on blast all over social media and using these random memes or TikToks or whatever the hell you want to justify themselves. And half the times I see where it's coming, like who they're talking about. And I know the other person and I'm like, I keep my mouth shut because mm-hmm. I'm like, you're wrong for posting this. Well, I mean, like there's always the, the best thing you can do for your wife is love and respect their mom, which is absolutely true because that's Maybe your wife and you should do that. Yeah. Right. And you should hold your tongue. We're, we're not about what's it called, Ryan? Um, did we talk about the last episode? My brain, I, I was up really early today, so I'm not. I don't know. I was up at like five thirty. Uh, I was up, yeah, before that. Um, <laughs> no, but we. I mean, we talked about. What did we talk about? <laughs> Jeez, we are horrible today, guys. We're so sorry. Community, <laughs> community. But we we talked about not talking bad about your spouse in front of your kids. Alienation. Alienation. Yeah. Alienation. Not the TV show that was on a long time ago. You know, but, but that's what it is. So if you're at home and you're you're blasting your 
ex or whatever, your kids are getting that. And it goes both ways. This is a two-way street. If you're going to blast the spouse, they're going to see that and go, oh, or the ex, whatever, and go, oh, dad's this, and then gradually figure out why he wasn't that. You live opposite of what your ex is. Like, let your actions do your talk. I don't understand why you need to take it to social media you, to be you, able to have this platform of, like, are you looking for attaboys or kudos or, like, girls? Like, that's all know, I can figure out. That's I, all that matters. I don't get it. Like, I mean, yeah, we get it. Your ex sucks. You think your ex sucks. We get it. Some of us know your ex. They don't suck. Maybe. Some of them do. Well, I mean, the big thing is but like still not the place. <laughs> like your experience with him is your experience, right? And yeah. there's always two sides to everything. And I'll, even with my exes, they've got their perspective. I've got mine. I totally get it. Sure, hundred percent. Right? I'm not going to put anybody in blasto because hey, it's it's not the place. There's no reason. Yeah, I could say whatever I want, but what's the point? I'm, gonna, I'm not trying gonna, to get vindicated, right? Yeah. Is it going to solve it? Like, I mean, is it really no, going to resolve nothing. the issue? It does nothing other than just make you look like you're smearing somebody like yeah. it becomes slander and well i mean it and it just it makes you kind of look desperate yeah and it that's really what it makes it, i see people that do that and i see it's like almost like they're overreaching mm-hmm. so if they're willing to go that far to try to get somebody in their corner there was something else that was behind the scenes that they don't want to be made known so they got to make the big issue the elephant in the room like they have to try to push that in front constantly and that's not fair i mean you know i see other people that like and I'm really cognizant. I try to act on social media. It's like, I'm not going to post anything out there that my kid reads one day and he's like, what the crap, dad? And mm-hmm. whether or not, like, you know, I don't have control over that relationship, but I don't want him to take turn around and look at me and be like, dude, you were a, yeah. an a-hole to my mom. And I, and I have, I know what happened there. And that's, that can be between me. Like, I mean, that's. Eventually, I'm not whatever. Put that on my yeah. kid, yeah, exactly. Someday he'll be old enough that I can share the whole story, and if he asks, like, I'll be able to disclose it. But I don't want to even at that point. Like, some of it's like, why don't you ask them? I remember my mom didn't tell me much of anything until I was in my, like thirty five. Yeah, I had no idea. She always protected my dad, which made me love her more, and it didn't detract from how much how I felt about him. Well, and it, it doesn't you know, have the negative effect on the kids. And, I mean, you like, know, they're going to develop, or like, either anxiety disorder. They could develop all sorts of things that, like, deviate from hearing that stuff. It depends on the age of your kids, too. But if you're saying it, willing to say it on social media, I'd be willing to bet money they'd be willing to say that in front of their kids. Oh, 100%, dude. 100%. I just, I feel like, like, there's a time and a place. It's not social media to blast your life out there, to say all your drama. You, you should start have to look friends. Like, if, if there's an issue, someone's going to go, hey, is everything okay? You, you start you to know? look like Taylor Swift. To oh. like everything you do is just blasting your exes, and then you get the reputation. It's like, I don't want to be with you because all you do is put, if, I, if we break up, you're going to put me on blast whether I did anything yeah. or not. Yeah. And I, I really think that, again, this is just a whole, it's a case of you're, you're looking for thirsty people to agree with you. Yeah. So you can start that whole vicious cycle again. Oh, what was me? What was me? Come into my life. No, it's okay, baby. Or... What do girls call guys? Babe, I don't know, dude. I got, I got nothing. I'm sorry, honey. Sugar, I but don't know. Idiot, don't. I mean, yeah, really. <laughs> don't, go, you dog. Don't go down that road. It's not good for you at all, and that's part of the problem, right? Yeah, we don't want to. So, I was kind of thinking about that, and I, I feel like that part of the reason why is that we're in a society where we don't surround ourselves with people that push us to be better. Sure, you push me to be better. Right, you call me out and stuff. I call you out and stuff. We do it live. Well, that's what community, which is, is fun too. sometimes. Like, yeah, like yeah. yeah, 
right? And so if you're, if you want to go to college, spend your time with people who have gone to college. That's going to support your pursuit, right? Yeah. You want to lose weight, go hang out with people that are on the same path, wanting to lose weight or have already lost if weight wanna, so they can hold you accountable. If you want to be a millionaire, go hang out with millionaires and not to, to live like they live, but to pick up their habits, like get millionaire yeah. habits, right? Like if you want to be a successful business owner, go surround yourself with people that have successful businesses. And that's exactly how it works. Um, I, I mean, dude, I, all too often I see people that are trying to lose weight that go hang out with people with other bad habits and those other bad habits, people go, no, it's okay. Go ahead. Like, because they're not, they're not in the same path you are. They're not going, oh, I want to lose weight. I want a successful relationship. I'm going to jump on Tinder. Exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> For me, dude, like it's tough because, you know, I've got a sweet tooth. So if I go to my friend's house and they're automatically like, here's a cookie. I want to eat that cookie. It's not helping me. Right. So yeah. I, I probably should lessen my time there and not, not to offend them, but just to go, this is, this is my game well, plan. I'm not strong enough right now to say no. So I got to figure myself out first. It's like the AA theory to where like, you know, if you're an alcoholic, you're not going to go hang out at the bar. Yeah. I mean, that's just going to set you up for temptation to get you off track. Right. Mm-hmm. And like get you to slip. So why would we do that in our relationships with other people? Like even in social media, like why would I want to jump in with those people that, you know, don't have my back that yeah. aren't going to support me like how I should be supported. You know, if like I, I post on there and I could say like, just start talking smack. I'm mm-hmm. going to get people. They're like, I keep whacking the microphone. You love it. <laughs> Talk with my hands. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like, if you're, if you're on social media and you're like posting random crap, you're going to get the people that don't really have your best interest that they're going to post back. If you start talking about your significant other or whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to have ulterior motives. Oh, totally. Especially women that post crap about like the guy they're dating. You're going to get like 10 dudes slipping in their DMS going, Baby, I treat you so different. You have no idea how good I. And that happens you. so often. Oh, and those guys just perpetuate that. And same. you know what, though, it happens with guys too. Yep, like girls will slide into to DMs. I don't think I've ever had a girl slide into my DMs like that. Really? Yeah. Dude, when I went through it, I kind of want it. I don't. Just so I can yeah. be like, "What are you writing me?" Oh, dude, I was like, "Are you are you lost?" <laughs> That's awesome. When I went through, did you my, lose the map? When, when I changed my <laughs> relationship status the first time on Facebook, and I changed it from married to nothing, and it was like, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, wow, are you are you lost? Like, I wanted nothing to do with anybody at any sort of fashion at that time. I'm like, dude, they wanted a piece of that gone. Ryan meat. Dude, come on, it's not theirs. You didn't want to share, no. No, not Damn. not with those people. No, 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 not the right, not the right time. There was way too much. Yeah, we'll get off that. Track. You're a strong man. <laughs> we'll, we'll You're a strong off. man. I, yeah, no, I mean, it was. I didn't date for a year after I went through it. I wanted nothing to do with like anybody. Hmm. I was like, I don't want to say damaged goods. I you was were Jay Sean flying solo. I was like a blue no? of the world still. I like. I didn't care. I had too much going on, too much no, to invest in my sense, kid. Yeah. And I know other guys that are like that too, that like they, they have, you could probably, if you really wanted to jump into that, but that's just not me. And that never has been me. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So if I wasn't well, that I mean, way, if I wasn't that way before when I was younger, it wasn't going to be me older. Like I'm not, not going back there. Cause I people, never was there. Dude, we, I think we talked about this all the time that people have to stop jumping into relationships, take some time to stew on it. Yeah. And I go, Hey, what do I really want? And then, as per our topic of love, because it's Valentine's Day, be patient, love, yeah. right? Um, 
It is. It, it, you've got to love yourself first yeah, to, to get anywhere. Yeah. Are you like boys to men now? Barry White. Oh, hey. Oh, that's a different one. My darling. Hey, where's our bottle of Chianti? Can't get enough. We the, the ladies' man. Baby. The ladies' man is in the house. <laughs> no? Okay. Pour yourself a bottle of Chianti and let's, <laughs> glass of Chianti. Let's talk. Totally be drinking that right now. Let's talk some love. But no, so we, we, we do, though. I mean, we've got to start loving ourselves, and that means not just jumping to somebody else because we're lonely. Or jumping under somebody else because you're lonely. Am I the one that made the innuendo this time? Like, I'm usually yeah. be like, usually get me, and I'm like, I hit you. No, with you, one. dude, no, you told but me. But it wasn't, was like, but it happens though, right? I mean, like, we hear about it all the time, like, how many guys I could call dudes out all day long about, like, you want to, I'm going to fix my problems by what? I'm going to hook up with a chick. It's like, what? I'm not fixing any problems. You're fixing for a bruising. Dude. Yeah, you're fixing to, like, hurt her, hurt you. Maybe make a really expensive mistake. An 18-year mistake. Actually, no. Kids last a lifetime. You are involved with Kids are amazing, no but what. they're amazing when you plan on, I mean, and, yeah, I can't say that. I mean, like, so mine weren't planned at all, you know. I know, but. I, I accidentally I, was practicing too much. <laughs> My bad. I can't. Don't fault me. <laughs> I love the practice theory. <laughs> it really is. I'm fixed, by the way. Um, now all I do is practice. What? It's good. I don't mind. I'm like, I'm a sports car. I'm not a minivan anymore. It's pretty cool. Oh. Hey, so let's talk about our actual topic right now. Because a weird segue. We're going to get there. That's part of Eros, by the way. No, I was, just, but I was trying to say like with patience, <laughs> patience and waiting for that next person okay. um, is, 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 is hugely important. Like, yeah. You've got to be able to be secure in who you are before you jump with somebody else and like you make that leap and commit because I mean really that's what I mean part of a relationship is is commitment and a lot of people are afraid of that word. Um Well, I mean most people can't even commit to themselves, which is insecurity. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, if you I mean, can't it's, commit you're still part of that diet process too. Hey, oh, I want to diet this year. I broke that 2 weeks in. I'm, come on, you got to really reinforce yourself so yep. it shouldn't be real. But Valentine's Day Ryan, yes. why don't you why don't you bring us in? Bring us in on this, man. So love, right? I'm love. gonna say I wanna say it because I if I remember Valentine's Day last year of how Kenny said it. Live, man. Um I love Kenny. He's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, why is love important? Um and not just romantic love, but all aspects of it. Like what does love accomplish? You know I've got the princess bride in my head. Marriage. No, that one. Marriage is, is what brings us, us together, together today. today. Love. True love. It's so good. <laughs> what if we get Kenny to do that on, on air? That'd be fun. I'm sorry. True love. True love. Boo this woman! Gosh. Hey, did you ever read that post I did about the Muppets? I would love to see a Muppet remake of that. Princess Bride? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know how good that would be? Kermit as... He'd had he'd be yeah. he'd be the Prince Humperdinck. You're not Humperdinck, no, but no, uh, he would no, be uh, uh, what's his Wesley. Wesley, yeah, maybe Wesley. Kermit is Wesley. Miss Piggy would have Clearly, to be Buttercup. Yep. Um, Who would be Humperdinck? Gonzo. I could see Gonzo. Oh, Gonzo would be a good Humperdinck. We don't want to segue too much. Um, but Fozzie would be uh, Fessick. Okay. Andre the Giant's character. Yep. Right. The six finger. Um, no, freaking Inigo Montoya. Inigo would be who? Who would animal? 
I mean, the hair's there, hair's right, but it's. <laughs> I don't think animal could pull. Animal couldn't pull off his lines. That's true. I really. I mean, this it needs to happen. Montoya, that would be the best. Good. That would be freaking amazing. amazing. I would love that. It'd be so awesome. It'd be so good. It'd be okay, so good. Back to the topic. Um, <laughs> so why is love important, right? <laughs> what is love? We have um, problems. But yeah, like not the remaining, but all aspects of love. Like why, what does love accomplish in our lives? And, you know, it's really important because like some people look at it from the selfish aspect of thinking love is going to fix their problems. It's going to fill them up and give them value. If someone loves me, then I am okay. I can be accepted if I'm loved. Yeah. And I think part of it also is that like, so love is an accomplishment itself. In order to know what light is, you have to know dark is, right? Yeah. Well, like love gives us that balance. We're always in situations that aren't perfect. Love walks through the dark and the light. Yeah. Like, and, and it's neat yeah. because love gives us value to those dark situations. You have to know what is bad to know what is good. It helps us appreciate the light. That, that's good. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, but, we're, but we're not always in like a perfect good situation. Even at work, most of the time, we're, you're just there to work. You're not feeling that. Love is the, is the filling of your cup, the replenishment of the drain, you know what I mean? We think that love has to be like warm and fuzzies, and it has to be like well, it could be throwing the crap with your friends. Yeah, it could. It's got to be the tinglies, you know, or whatever. That's because people think love is a feeling. Yeah, which is not. Love is a verb. <clears throat> love is totally. Thank a verb. you, DC Talk. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and most people didn't even get that; they didn't understand it. They weren't. They didn't weren't a, a Christian child growing up in the nineties. No, not at all. <laughs> but no, I mean, so the cool part about love is that, like, it's not that you have to be in love or in lust or whatever you want. Dude, just talking to my friends fills my love bucket. Oh, absolutely. Just that, that community together. And I think that you mentioned the lust word, and we'll, we'll talk about that oh, yeah. in a bit. But, like, that, that gets convoluted. People start, like, throwing the lust and confusing it with love. Like, there's one thing. But, like, once you get the lust satisfied, what happens to the love at that point? So love is just fleeting at that point. Love just disappears. Like well, that's once, what people think it once is. Once you just get you get what you wanted out of it, yeah. love just goes away now. Yeah, and that's what relationships like. Why we see so many of them. Like I saw a poor guy today on one of the dad pages I follow. Um, it was like you know this sucks. Right before Valentine's Day this morning, my wife left me. We've been married for thirteen years. We mm. have four kids, and she left me for her soulmate this morning. Quote unquote soulmate. They've been on again, off again for the last three months, sneaking around behind the, my back, and left me with my nine-year-old, seven-year-old, five-year-old, and four-year-old. We live in a totally different world, and it seems like most people feel like love lasts as long as an erection. Yep. Love is like a profile picture on your social media. It's it's ridiculous now. It's, it's around for about. Three to four months before you find another love, something or somewhere else, find a different. So here's the love. hardest thing about a relationship, and that is that when you're in a relationship, everything is under a magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. Everything doesn't yeah. matter what it is. The smallest thing is, is amplified. So when you meet somebody new at office at whatever, the magnifying glass isn't there. It's not even available yet because you're not in a real relationship. Well, and I mean that's a great point, and. The other thing about love, like in that situation too, like is you get blinded by like your ideas of love. Like you, I, I don't know how many t- people I've heard that's like, oh man, they were just around that coworker so much that they just fell in love with each other. And I'm like, did they? No, I think, well, I think you can fall in love with somebody that way. Absolutely. But the issue is again, is that 
It's because everything's fresh and new and fun. Yeah. And that falling in love is really falling love is into hard, man. Love gets dirty. Yeah. Well, well, it's, we have to change the, the the word of love, right? Yeah, yeah. When you first meet somebody and you're falling in love with them, you're actually falling in infatuation with them. Mm-hmm. That's not love yet, but that's what people assume it is. The infatuated feeling, the I want to be around them all the time. Let's make out 24-7. Let's just, if they would just touch me, like those things. That's infatuation. That's not love. Yeah, the the, the love part. Love like involves what? I mean. Sacrifice. Love involves involvement. Love involves, you know, being, selflessness. Yeah, selfless. Being like shown grace, like being able to have ex- not having expectations. It requires us to be let down by that person and still extend the grace to them to like let them love us and let us love them back again. And that's where love is. At that point, when you're let down by that person, that's when you go, I choose to love you. My action, right? That's a common theme. Yeah. Love isn't a feeling, it's infatuation, is your feeling that's fleeting. And that's yeah. what it is. Love is the action when the fleeting feeling is gone. I mean, yeah, because infatuation is built out of an idea. Love is built out of an action. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that, that's why do people not get that? I'm going to choose to love you, right? Yeah. Now, if you're in a relationship and you see all these, these red flags and whatever, and you go, you know what, I don't choose to love them, but I'm still getting hot with them, right? Yeah. That's not love. <laughs> that's you being dumb. There's a difference. That's, that's self-serving. I mean, there's, there's and love a lot is, of selfishness. Is selfless. And, yeah. There's a lot of selfishness in that. And, you know, it's like, where do we build love? Like, where do we come up with the construct of, like, what does she look like and how do we act it out or how do we show it? You know, it's in our thoughts and our actions, what we say. And sometimes what we don't say is where our love <laughs> comes from. <laughs> <laughs> it's in our emotions. That's true. It's in our emotions and in our beliefs and in ourselves. Like, it's not I mean, often you go, baby, new- you have really bad breath. Just go fix it first. Yeah, it's like Abby, right? and I, Abby and I, right, hanging out last night. Owen was there, <laughs> and uh, which I talked about briefly on the show. Kind of newsflash, everybody. I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ryan but, is taken. Yeah, um, and happily <laughs> taken. Um, I, I'm no longer prostituting him. <laughs> You're not trying to <laughs> sell uh-huh. me out. But anyways, <laughs> so I'm like hanging out in the kitchen, and I've lost some weight. Like I've been eating different. She did whole thirty last month, and like she's always looks good, right? Like yes. Abby's a very pretty girl, like very pretty woman and um, beautiful. And I'm like byproduct of like, she was on a, on the, for the first 30 days of the year, like kind of doing her diet to start things off the year. And um, I kind of pseudo joined her in it because I was always hanging around her and I want to be cognizant. If I was making dinner, I wanted to make sure and like be aware of like, I'm not going to make two You're dinners. supporting her that. I'm yeah. not going to make two dinners. I'm going to eat what you eat, right? If you're going to do it, so will I. Like, I'll join you. Which is actually really good. Really yeah. good. So I've lost some weight. So my pants were hanging up a little bit lower in the back, right? Oh, you were a plumber. Oh, dude. Ryan the plumber. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. It was just like I came up, bent down to, like, do something with the dog. So he came back from, I came back from dog training uh, with Izzy. Okay. And I was feeding the dog. And she's like, uh, Ryan. And I'm like, what? She's like, um. Pants. I'm like, was my butt crack showing? She's like, yeah. I'm like, sorry. She didn't drop any money in your vending machine? <laughs> Swipe no? the debit card. Like, <laughs> I got to start the washer, the laundromat. It's, it needs, what, a buck? A buck 50? <laughs> She's really listening to this and be like, dude, you idiot. Um, but no, that's but, what we, as dudes, that's what we would do all day long. Yeah, but it's saying, like, she Kinda needed this. my pencil. <laughs> How many times do you do that to kids in like high school or college? Dude, every, every, <laughs> throw, try to daily. start to throw something in there, like stick a gum. Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> One time I landed actually a stick of big red in my buddies. Like I was like That's sitting amazing. behind me in class. It's like, yeah. Um, anyways, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we don't say. She had the love for me, the emotion, like to, the ability to say, like Ryan, hey, pull your, pull your pants up, like. And it, it was I don't know if that's love, but it, or that's just like not being grossed out. I don't know. Um, probably a mixture. Of well, both, that's that's but... kindness, right? <laughs> she was she wasn't like, oh my god, I can see your crack. Yeah, yeah. No, she didn't. She was like, you braid those hairs. <laughs> in the army, I saw a lot of crack, um, and most of that crack had toilet paper in it. Oh, gross, dude. Dude, there's some so, nasty, nasty mofos out there. I should be real about that. And you saw, see a lot, you saw more crack than the inner city, dude. You you see a lot of crack. I mean, because <laughs> they bring into this into the room, and this is where you get all shots in the butt, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the hell a shot is. They just inject you with random crap. That's normal. Smallpox, whatever. That's normal, right? Yeah. So we're all in a big room, lined up around a circle. You're like, all right, drop your pants, and you're like, ahead of time. You're like, what? I what? Ahead of time, drop your pants. Like everybody. And you just you pull it down below your cheeks, right? Okay. If you're if you're because I'm like, I don't, so I don't like stand there waiting like, yeah. with it down. It's everybody facing out out against the wall, and like a girl comes in or a, a medic comes in. Usually it is a girl. You go bing, bing, like goes through the line, right? And like if if you're that dude and I was that dude that was like looked back because you're like I can't stare at a wall. It's ridiculous. And you see all the nasty mofos, and you're like, oh, that's that's paint toilet, and like literally, it's like. It's so gross. Dude. There's so much gross out there. I had a friend that worked in a uh, endoscopy office. Oh no! The stories, these stories. Oh, my gosh, oh, dude, these stories are terrible. But anyways, going back to the topic of love, I don't know how we got on the topic of butt. I crack, bet you the but... stories really stink. <laughs> it's <was> really crappy. <laughs> I bet she was pooped at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she didn't strain over her work. <clears throat> She got tunnel vision. Oh, we're gonna let Ryan keep that one. I'm gonna. We're gonna leave with that one there for sure. Holy smokes, dude! Continue. You gotta love yourself. No, though. let's go. But you, you gotta love yourself. Yeah. Is what we're saying. Um, self-loathing doesn't build any ability to love. No, at all, right? No. You have to be. Sorry. Go ahead. We're, we're children. We can't help it. We're sorry. I know. That's why it's advocacy. If we were really serious, we'd be mama kissy. Mama kissy? Is that what you do with your wife? Mama kissy? Later after the kids go to bed? I think you would just call it motherhood. Mama kissy? Motherhood? I'm making a joke and I think it's going over your head. That's okay. Mama kissy. Yeah, I got the kissy okay. part, but yeah, I'm like, huh? Okay. I'm just trying to think of a good name. There'd be I don't have any good names for that. <laughs> so but yeah. More confident somebody is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and someone has to be confident in their own identity and who yeah. they are so they can love themselves. Because if you can't love you, you're not loving anybody else. It just doesn't work that way. No, and that's where, I mean, love built is built out of confidence too. Yeah. And, and so like your ability to be confident in yourself is going to portray yourself in that relationship. So if you're confident in who you are, it's going to be easier to love somebody else mm -hmm. because you're not worried about, am I, it's, am I slipping up? Like, am I? Am I too fat for him? Do I smell bad? Do I, I mean. Oh, I worry about that yeah. all the time. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a very, very ascent-based person. I do. I shower like twice a day usually. You should be able to eat off of my body parts, all of them, or else it's not good <laughs> enough for me. I blow dry myself. And blow drying is actually very healthy, gentlemen. You should be blow drying every bit of your under nether region um, because you can actually get jock itch from sitting at a desk all day. 
So making sure you're dry get, before get that the, keeps moisture down. Get the swamp yeah. clear. Um, yeah. We want to make sure you're taking care of it. But, but the reason why you'll be more confident in loving yourself is because love takes effort. The more you love yourself, the easier it is to love somebody else. Yeah, it's, it's serving others without expecting to be served in return. And like I had mentioned it in a previous episode, like how awesome do relationships be if we tried to outserve one another? If like my goal was to do nothing as in a relationship but outserve that other person mm-hmm. and their goal was to do the same in return, we would have no none of the issues of like the competition between am I getting ah, they're just not doing enough for me anymore. You know, my they don't I, my they just don't get me. Yeah. You know, I mean, like all those com- complaints that we hear from our friends or from in our own past relationships or current relationships or whatever, like those would all disappear if we would like try to outserve one another. It'd be a pretty amazing world we live in, actually. Um, very amazing. Especially with your friends, too. I mean, like how awesome would your friendships be imagine, if you're trying to outserve your friends? Dude, imagine how great your kids' relationships would be oh, if man. that's what they saw, right? Because kids learn. By what we do, they watch us. You're constantly being watched, right? Yeah. And they're going to be, you're their role model. They're going to model what they do off of your bad behaviors or off of your good behaviors, right? Yeah. That's why having that healthy relationship is so important. It's freaking, it's a big deal. Yeah, well, yeah. And like when you're the service heart, right? And like you lead with the heart instead of the hammer. And you so you show up <clears throat> with love and the intention of love, like, what does it look like? You have to understand that first and grasp the concept, which we'll get in there. But, yeah. you know, if you can grasp that concept of what love looks like and walk into the relationship and you lead with that, it makes a lot of these things like you'll never have to worry about your needs not being met. I totally agree with that. Well, I mean, the thing is that we were built to serve, which sounds ridiculous. But the more you serve, and we talked about this in Christmas, the more you serve, the better you feel. Absolutely. That's, that's how it works. It's because we become selfish that we wonder about the I, um, feeding your id, right? If you're in psychology, mm-hmm. that's where you start having those issues. That's where everything gets convoluted. You know, and that's where, you know, you look at it, it's like all of our shortcomings or our, our insecurities that we have in our relationships would be kind of melted away. Yeah. By our ability to serve. Like it would be easier if we are serving somebody by listening and being attentive, it would be easier in turn to know that like my problems I can share with my partner. Absolutely. And, and like, you know, if it's physical needs, like if we're willing to step out there for them, like our physical needs are always going to be met. And, I agree. And, and so as like, long as we smell good. <laughs> yes. As long as you smell. dude. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking at your, your mustache and your beardness. Um, yeah. Put some on there. I love this stuff. Put some on there. So you've got the... Let me see the cap. Yeah, because you've got the beard butter. There, guys. Yeah. So I've got the... Uh, this is the Hipster Repellent Beard Butter by Patriot. Check. Just Ooh, look at that. Oh, can you see it? That's probably... That's too much reflection. There we go, ish. Yeah, you like that. Um, this stuff is bomb. It's got a, kind of an orange... Orangey scent to it. Cedar and orange and... It, dude, it's yummy. It is yummy. And uh, you can get this at uh, NutriShop now. NutriShop. In Coeur d'Alene yep. and in Boise area. So, and it anchored coffee. Anchored coffee. I didn't and say and, and you can get it in uh, the shop downtown. The, 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 I, I mentioned it last episode and I totally forgot it. Something basic. Something. A, no, it's, it's CDA. Anyway, something look them out. But yeah. I mean, go to patriotmen.com. Patriotmen.com. It's still good. Yeah. Um, if you want our affiliate link, dude, we can, we'll blast it on I'll the page. I'll tell you, like alternate uses for the stuff. Like if you get the beard balm, which is a little bit harder than the butter, mm-hmm. you can well, don't, use it. We, do we want to give that away? 
What? Because we're we're creating that. It's going to be we? a new product. Yeah. Oh, is it? Sweet? It's, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then. Never mind. You can use it in your beard and like shape it or like your Raleigh fingers mustache. Oh my gosh, dude! And it's actually so <laughs> smooth that if you have them, it's good for your pubes. So some people really I need actually, to do that. So I went I'm to, just going to say that. So I went to. Um, Maverick, like conditioner. Maverick Men's Salon last week, right? Okay, yeah. And I mentioned to the guy, he's like, hey, like, I was shaving, like, trimming your, he's like, dude, your facial hair is super soft. I was like, yeah, I use a beard balm from Patriot Men Company. He's like, who? I'm like, dude, it's made here in North Idaho. He's like, no way. And so, like, I, like, told him to go pull up the link. He, like, bookmarked it. And then now he's, like, using this after he shaves guys, like, does, like, the oh, wow. neck trimming. Mm-hmm. He'll, like, straight up put it on their neck. Oh, that's freaking bomb. Yeah. I love it. I mean, like, I, so, if I'm putting that on, it goes on my entire face. Yeah. No, I just, I don't if you shave, dude, it. it is the best, like, aftershave stuff, too. So Nice. That's really Anyways, cool. It's all natural. So, Peter yeah. Maccabee. Um, anyway. Sorry. I just, we love the product, so, yeah. I thought you were telling me that I stunk, but. <laughs> no, I actually, I can't wait to actually try the uh, the girl stuff. I mean, I'll be legit. Like, I want to see the new box. I want to see all that. So, yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, so, you know, what types of love are there? We we already kind of know some of them. Like, we hear of agape, and, like, you get all. The, agape yeah. was was actually adopted by uh, Christians because it means godlike, or at least yeah. that's what they, they want it yeah. to be. But the Romans or the Greeks never actually intended it to be meant as that. It just attunes itself to that because it, it is. It's, it's, it's that. We'll get there, though. So let's. <laughs> yeah. What we've got. There's four kinds of love, typically. Yeah. Um, Not love languages because there's five of those. Yep. That's another story, but but yeah. So you've got actual love. You've got like eros, which is obviously the arrow meaning the yeah. beginnings of erotic. Erotic, right? yeah. So it's the, but it's erotic. The bow chicka wow wow. Well, yeah. it's romantic or sexual love, yeah. and and we and you have to kind of clarify it a little bit because romantic is that initial attraction to somebody because you're not. Let's be real. It's the butterflies and it's the tinglies. Let's put it that way. The tinglys, down, yeah. The nether regions. A lover from a different mother. No, I just, no I'm not going there. Not as good as it. I didn't. I, okay, <laughs> sorry. No, but so we we know what that is. But yeah, so it's it's that romantic. You're always attracted to somebody first. That's where you get that eros in. Yeah, right. That starts the romance because you're not loving somebody yet. You're not in love. Although you're gonna so you're gonna say I am in love. It's not love. You're choosing to be. Um, hypersensitive to that person, I guess is what it is at that time, right? It's part of the infatuations. It's where, like, you see the cartoons where they get the heart-shaped eyes and they get all googly-eyed and, mm-hmm. yeah, like the tongue hanging out. Yeah. that's And that, that's, that's your sexual that's attraction. Our, that's, that's, that's what's going on, yeah. right? And it's not bad. We got to remember, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and so, you know, a lot of people skip through this due to purity culture. I mean, like, let's be honest, like, and, you know, there's the right time and that goes to last year's, episode of well we don't valentine's this doesn't mean having sex yeah but it means you know the physical connection stuff the physical contact where you're more attuned to the yeah we're trying to separate sex from like touch right like there's so holding hands could be that hugs can be that kissing can be that but we we just have to remember that purity culture denigrates eros which is a problem because we were made to have touch, to have physical contact. Yeah. That's why we've got all these like little sensors in our body, our, our little. Well, that's why the physical touch is, is feels like, so good. Is one of the top love languages of people. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it it is there and it's prevalent. And so you know, you, and sometimes it can be 
tuned and you can like look at love in this way. And if you were hurt in this way and how you love somebody, that's why you get tuned out of it. And so it has an effect later on in life because, you know, especially when you start to meet people in different relationships and you date from one person and go to another relationship, it's going to look different and you may not be in tune with the way that they're kind of putting that out there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's probably because you were hurt in that manner. Well, we have to remember also that, um, these purity cultures, they, they ruin Eros because they forget that there is an entire book Songs. in the Bible mm-hmm. dedicated to it. I mean, yeah, the Song yeah. of Solomon seriously mm-hmm. is an entire book dedicated to Eros. Her breasts were like fawns and her neck is like a tower. And the belly button is like a bowl. Yeah. I, almost, I almost want to do like a dirty reading of the Song of Solomon. Oh, it, I think it's out there. There's I think it'd be one. funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But I mean, that's it. It's It's... All of these things, they are gifts to strengthen bonds that we create with each other. And, and that's it, what that is. And it's created yeah. by God. I mean, like, let's look at it this way, like from the, the biblical aspect of it. God intended us for have to have this for Dude, each other. It feels good. If it was intended to be bad, it wouldn't feel good. Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. He wants you to be, I mean, let's go to, I mean, like you look at the Bible, like David, when he was lusting after his best friend's wife, I mean, but at the same time, like he saw her in that manner. Like, I mean, it's a lot of place in the Bible you can see this, and it's like there. I mean, that's it's human nature. Yeah. So don't don't feel like having. I'm not saying go lust after your best friend's wife and then have him killed and then go marry her. Don't don't do that. Yeah, no, that that's awful. But <laughs> you totally don't disregard this kind of love because this is your initial infatuation. This is your probably why you're creating a relationship. But build on that. Yeah. Get more out of it. That makes that makes For sense, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. So the next the next type of love is is storage. That's right? a this, weird word. This one is the one I think gets overlooked a lot. Like a people don't tons. really realize it exists. Um, it's an affectionate type of love, but it's not the affectionate type of love leading to romance. It's the affectionate type of love that's reaffirming. It's like kind of showing that you exist in my life because I love you, and it's that reassurance of like well, the connection. I think this is the easiest one because it's familial. Yeah, you love your parents. You're always going to. You're going to love your kids. You're always going to. Um, you're going to love your family. That's that's, that's normal, right? And it's not hard to love them, although sometimes it is very hard. But it's just a natural feeling that it's happens. The hug. There's when no work. It's the hug when you're upset. Yeah. It's the. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, it's the the kissing the knee when they get the scrape. Like Ew. it's it's that. Ew. You know how to kiss boo boos? Nope. Honestly, Throw, I never slap once. a bandaid on it. Never once kissed it. I know I'm weird. I don't know. It, according to Owen, they work. So I've got the. Oh, that's touch. all that matters then. <laughs> nice. That's, that's <laughs> really good. Oh boy, I need a kiss. I'm like, all right, buddy. And I mean, they're, they're, it's it's easy that that whole storage is so or storge. I don't know how to say it. Whatever, but storge. It's, it's storage, so yeah. easy because that's that's what it is. It's very simple. The next one, though, I think truly is probably the most important one. Yeah, uh, phileo, right? And not the phileo fish. Um, but brotherly love, right? Quiries, uh, much the same. I mean, being intentional with your friends and, and meeting them in their needs and keeping respecting boundaries. Like, there's so much to flail. It's, like, so deep because it's, like, you and I. Like, I could show up and, you know, be your bro and not. You can be my bro, yeah. And not, I know, you're 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 wanting to say it, aren't you? I can't. I can't. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I know what you wanted to but say. But it's so deep. I'm not going to say that that's the root of this word. <laughs> Filet of fish. Filatio is not brotherly love. 
It's not deep. It could be deep. It's not deep. Good grief, dude. Be no. Shared between no. two people. Meeting their needs. It meets somebody else's needs for sure. Or knees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't help you on that one. No. Um, no, grow up. Let's grow up. Um, but no, it's respecting boundaries and pursuing them when they withdraw. Phileo is like... Pursue them when they withdraw. Dude, come on. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> We're serious. There's the this layup, is, the oh layup gosh, right there. So, uh, so, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's intentional, though, right? Like, it is intentional. Can you stop? Can you stop? Please. Grow up. It's in beat 42. <laughs> I can't read this without you, like. <laughs> Speak from your heart, Ryan. It all comes from your mouth. Hey, so the crazy part is love is intentional. Love, ooh, I just, that sounded weird. Love is very intentional, right? It's a battlefield. Every Pat good. Pat Benatar. Um, long-term relationship. To include a parenting one. Needs this. Dude, stop. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me capture myself here. Can you like time out for a second? Yeah, I totally do need time. So, I, I right, can't Patriot stop Patriot Men okay. Company and PatriotMenco.com. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent smelling soaps. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, I'm, ba- I'm back. Okay, back from commercial anyway, break. Go yeah, ahead, Tristan. Sorry. Um, so, okay, so I'm, I'm crying a little bit. For real though, this this is uh, this is the intentional portion of love. It's the part where you create actions that show love, right? Every relationship needs this. Parenting, especially because you're showing your kids love, right? You're seeking them, right? It's that. I mean, like, I could look at it You don't it always like your kids, and you're not always going to like them. You're always going to love them, though, and that's where you choose that. It's the prodigal son kind of love, right? Like the dad and the prodigal son story. That is this. Yeah. Where you see them off in the distance, you know that they've screwed up, and you still go seek them out. Like, this is the kind that's associated with your heart, right? Um, we, we show it to close friends. Um, I mean, best friends. Like, we're, we're generous. We're affectionate. I hug all of my friends, right? I hug Ryan every time he... Every time he leaves all that, right? We show love each other for each other. And this is about us wanting to make somebody else happy. Yeah. That's what is great about it. It is affection. Um, it's the base of every good relationship we have because you're no longer thinking about self. I, I would agree. Phileo. Phileo fish. Of fish. Phileo but fish. But it's, it's also like... And the next one that we'll get into, like, I, I, I think... It really one, it bleeds into it because yeah. you can't have the next one without first going through these first steps. Yeah, which is agape. And that's what it is, agape. Yeah, uh, the God, what they call the God-like love, but it's the service type of love, right? It's the reason why it's defined as self-sacrificing. It means it moves people into actions and looks out for the well-being of others, no matter the cost. Like, I don't Consider care, what, I don't care what, the, what I've got to sacrifice. It's because I love you. I'm going to go take care of it. Like, my buddy is in Seattle and he's like, dude, I've called AAA. I'm broke down. Or like, you know, he could be in Seattle on like, you know, weekend with his wife and she takes off. I might go drive and pick him up. I would drive and pick him up. Yeah. Like it would be that kind of love. Agape is me when I went through my divorce. Selflessness. Yeah. My buddy driving up from Moscow to just to go throw rocks with me. And that was agape for him. Yeah. Because he was just giving unconditionally to you. 
Nothing was in it for him. No, and there was no, there's no, it's not transactional. Agape is a non-transactional type of love. It's, it's what we... Loving without expecting anything in return. It's what we all aspire to be, but fall short of in a major, major way because we are, I mean, inherently we're selfish. So agape, why it's godlike is because it's not deserving, right? Yeah. We don't, it's not we don't deserve that type of love, but we get it anyways. Well, I mean, so biblically, um, it was agape because God sent his son to die for us. That was him being self-sacrificing. I could not sacrifice my kid. <laughs> uh, that would kill me. Oh. That, I mean, like I, I, that, would, that would kill me, kill me. So that's a nice thing. So the, the kind of interesting part is that Eros... And I'm going to call it philia because, okay. Yeah. I'm feeling you. Filio. I'm feeling you. Right. Um, is doing it to somebody else. Philia is the, is the action or is just doing it in general, I guess. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that, that's easier there. There, you never give eros or philia to people that you don't like. Right. Because yeah. those two things are, are, for the more, I mean, Eros they're more is selfish. Intimate. They're more right? intimate, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and Philly deals with the heart. So you're not going to, if you hate somebody, you don't like them, you're not giving them your heart. Yeah. And that's totally okay. That's normal, right? You can still show agape to mm-hmm. people that you don't like. But you're not going to go out of your way. No. Right? I mean, that's what, I mean, you could give money to a homeless man and that's, that's almost agape-ish, but you're not being super selfless because you're not like, here's all my wallet. You know, yeah. do whatever you, know, you want, You're having right? my house too. Yeah. But to have a great relationship, you actually need every piece of this. Bits and pieces of each one, right? More here, more there. You're always going to vary it. You know, that's like agape. Like when you think of in marriage, when they talk about two becoming one, right? Mm -hmm. It's that you're giving up your singleness to become wholeness with that other person. So there's a lot of sacrifice in there because like I'm my own thing. And it's like, I'm giving up this part of me, like just being individual to now meld it with you to where we are now one. Do you know what men give up? Useful towels. What in the hell is a decorative towel? Wash. I got some car wash towels. Do you have a decorative towel in your house? No. Okay, so so when I, why would I? Exact what? Or what, decorative soap? What is the point of decor- decorative? Do you have decorative soap? Hell no! If it's there, I'm using it. My mom had decorative soaps like in the so that was like an early to mid '90s thing, I think. The little flower ones and yeah, stuff, like oh, okay, shaped yeah. like shells or whatever. You had like oh, you had I the bathroom it. that was the ocean bathroom, dude. But I used them. I oh yeah, play. I would use them. She would yell at me. Yeah. like why are you using it? It's soap. But wait, I needed soap. You want me to walk no around with poop hands? Like no, yeah, exactly. Well, but I didn't have but like, there's no point of decorative but, anything. Yeah. If it's not functional, don't get it. As a man, yeah. But as a man, we give up that aspect and go, okay, so we know you like it. Chrome wheels or. They're functional, though. Custom wheels. But they're functional. Sure. But they're decorative. So is a steel wheel. But you can still use them. So is a steel wheel. But what if you just bought those chrome wheels just to sit on your wall? Okay. That's decorative. Yeah. That's pointless. Okay. Right? It's like pinstriping. It's like pinstriping? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> still cool, though. But a decorative towel, you don't pinstripe your bathroom. No. That, that the towels there, I'm using Whoa. it. That's the hands down wallpaper. how it's going to be. It's like wallpaper. A wallpaper is the dumbest invention ever. It's like a wrap. It really is a wrap. It's like what you would do to a car. Wraps are so cool, though. Wraps are just wallpaper for your car. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're so cool though. <laughs> but the wallpaper on the car. You're right. <laughs> Actually, I, I just I always I always wonder how well they do in like a car wash. Uh, like, I worked for a radio station. We had our vehicle wrapped, and it held up okay for a while. Like it would last about a year and a half, and then you'd have to get rewrapped. I feel like you have to hand wash it, and then be careful about spraying it so you, you don't do. get underneath the wrap. Um, yeah, the high pressure. Some of them guarantee that you can high pressure wash them. Um, wow. But still, after a while, they tend to bubble up, especially if you're yeah. like in a hot climate or direct sunlight for a long extended period of time. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Okay, uh, but, but yeah, yeah, so okay, ahead. so bits and pieces, right? Yeah, we'll just jump back in there real fast. Sure, everything has to have that. The only relationship you have that does not require bits and pieces of all of these things is a relationship with your kids. There should never be eros in your kids' relationship with you. Ever. Yeah, that because there's a romance. Yeah. Ever. You're not gonna lust after your kids. No. But even love you define lust as being different than being erotic, but like you can be Well, lust is part of Eros, yeah. Yeah, Eros that isn't designed for the relationship with family. Like No. Yeah. And if it is, ding, 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 ding. Roll Tide. Have you ever, there's a. I go to Alabama every time I talk about something. Did you, Roll Tide. Did you ever see the uh, documentary on, what is it? There's a inbred family in like Virginia or something. West Virginia? It would Somewhere. make more sense. Or Kentucky. It, I mean, no. And, and like, and you see it and they are very, very, very inbred. Very. Yeah, it's, well, most of the Roman families were. And that's why they were so susceptible to disease. Oh. Is that why in um, Gladiator, dude had a hair lip? Mm-hmm. Oh. Likely inbred. Well, and that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. They wanted to keep that, that royal blood. Got to keep it pure. Pure blood. Ew. Yeah. I so, guess. you know, we, we talk about love and the different types. And, like, where is the greatest example of love? And you brought up, you know, the sacrifice of Jesus. And, like, that is the ultimate sacrifice of love, like that is the ultimate sign. But, you know, in, in first Corinthians, it says like, if I gave up everything to have the, let me read this again. The light was in my way. I got it up. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrifice my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't have love, if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing because love is patient. Love is kind. It's not jealous. It's not, you gotta do it like you're a pastor. Yeah. If you're gonna read it, do, I'm, do, well, do it's like, cut off by the light, so I'm like, well, do it like a sermon. No, man, this is easy to read. <laughs> I'm like reading through it though. You gotta kind of the angle. Give it, give it some oomph. Come on. So if I gave up everything I have to the poor and sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't have love, if I didn't love others, <laughs> I would have gained nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. Does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It is always hopeful. It endures through every circumstance. Everyone. And if you've ever been to a wedding, you've heard that a million times. And then they pour the sand together, and then they you do the knitting of the three chords. And, and then you jump over the, the broomstick. Yeah, and everything. That's why they call it jumping in. All right, I stop at washing each other's feet, by the way. I will never do that in a wedding. I'm not a foot person. This I don't mind. Weird. I'll massage feet all day. I don't care. No, I'll massage feet, but like washing sort each of. other's feet in a wedding. Like, like, come on. I used to be able to massage for hours. And now my, I'm like, my hands get sore now. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. It's maybe because I'm old. I don't know. Carpet tunnel. That probably could be it. Hey, do you want to know a weird random, well, not weird <laughs> random fact, but the reason why Christ was sacrificed in the first place? <clears throat> Clearly it was for the forgiveness of well, sins, right? Because it was also talked about like. 800 times nope. in the Old Testament. Nope. 
You ready to blow it's your mind part again? Of the plan all along. I know. So I, people, I know that I don't. I, <laughs> I very rarely speak about my. Well, I mean, I speak about my face, but I don't speak about it in depth as Ryan because that's his his position here. Sure, that's that's Ryan's spot. But just so you know, enlightened because most people most people me. don't think about this. The reason why Christ was sacrificed because he was God in the flesh. Yeah, God cannot die. And in order to absolve you from sin, he had to show or he had to put that upon himself. Mm-hmm. The only way to put on himself was to take, sacrifice himself, take the form of God man. in the flesh. Yeah. And that's why it's valuable. Yeah. Most people don't even put that together. God in the flesh, dying on the cross was that. Most people he took it put for together us. that Jesus was in the garden. Say what? Go read the Bible. Go read Genesis 1. Let us create man in our image. Okay, okay, but okay, but is that, is that Jesus or is that the Holy Spirit and God together? No, it's, Jesus was in the in the garden too. Well, God was in the garden, but Jesus is God, right? Like in the flesh. So if God took the form of man in the garden, who would have been in the garden? Do you know about the first Eve? Yeah. Do you the first Eve? What do you mean, Lilith? What? Oh, I'll have to school you in that. What? That's intriguing. That's in the different side of the spectrum. But I'll tell you about that when we're done here. Okay. Yeah, because it's really, it actually is intriguing. Huh. Most people have no idea, but it's it's biblical, completely yeah. biblical. So. Anyway, so um, we don't want to bore you guys with all that stuff. Do you know what the difference between a crocodile and an alligator is? What? Are you being real? Yeah. One's bigger than the other one? One you see later, one you see after a while. Of course. <laughs> and on that joke. That, <laughs> what are dad jokes for 500, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Holy smoke! That was, that was awful. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> love. Really bad. So, and then we're talking True about leaving, love. So. <laughs> hey, so um, I think uh, next episode we reintroduce the uh, some of the TikToks that um, like speak profound things. You know? Yeah, I think we like, I like talking on some of those subjects. So I think they were fun. There's a, I've got quite a few saved actually that Sweet. where I'm trying to build an episode around. I think it'd be great. Not the not the dancing TikToks and the that look like you're having a seizure. I actually was told that you and I should do some of those. No. And I was like, that's a big negative. That's a it's fat negative. We, no, not at all. If there's one but thing, if you want to see it, let us know, and maybe we'll consider it. If there's one thing I don't like in this world, and despise of the passion, it is those TikToks. <laughs> I'm telling you, I do so annoyed. I'm going to say, if we, can get, so dumb. if we can get 100 likes or 100 comments on the YouTube, we'll do it. That's a low number. 100? hundred. That's that's a, a, low, that's a low, low number. That's a that's, low bar. I mean, you know, we're we're just a couple dads. Lowering the bar here. I mean, if all right, if we had a lot of followers, then we could definitely go higher. But if we can do this <laughs> just to start, maybe we'll do something ridiculous and do then TikTok. I'll do um, the the tip clock, like the face change one of like who I look like. We got to do the dance. Oh, f- I know. That means we will have to practice and. Oh, it'd be awful. It's gonna be. You awful. don't want to do the one where we like play the music and then like we're just sitting here and bob our head. No, that's weak, that's dude. The dumbest one ever. Uh, totally, exactly. That's my thing. <laughs> Hundred likes. Hey, don't forget to uh, smash that like button and follow us on the YouTube, please. Um, yeah. Share us. Share us. Get us out there. Let us have follow some fun. It. Follow it. Share it. We'll be doing more things with subscribe um, with Father's Rights Movements. Also, yep. Yep, we're gonna but, have more in the in the books cooking with that one. So uh, get us out there. Help us out a little bit. Um, for the advocacy, I'm Ryan. I am Tristan. See you later, alligator. And, yeah. After a while, my my mano dial, my uh, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, that's good. Croc.